Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Mondays, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesdays, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Fridays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Moto Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Thomas Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio's open mic open to all pastors preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to get your free gifts. It's Let's Get It. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. 
please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Patterson, the reality coach, right now on TPV Radio. Hello and welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. You know, we all know the, the Disney 
movie Beauty and the Beast. But sometimes we have to see beauty within the beast before we can even understand that the beast is a beast. So here's what I come up with for me. With my life and all that I've been through, it has been a beast. There has been, it's not been beauty and the beast. We have not been fun. The pain that I've been through and the things that I've had to overcome, it is not fun. It has been a beast. So I was sitting there and I said, hey, Dorothy, you know what? You have to learn to find the beauty within the beast of life. You have to find it. That's the only way you're going to be able to cope. So I began to seek what I needed from life. Even though I've had the beast of so many things, I found the beauty within it. So I was talking to her, and as I was listening to her story, I was like, man, I thought my story was something. She's got a story, you guys. And I'm going to bring her on in just a few moments. But before I do, let me always say a quick prayer because God is doing something big, and we want him to get all the glory, and we don't ever want it to be about ourselves. So let me pray real quickly. Father, our Father, we thank you once again for being able to sit before you with others to give you glory through the stories and the testimonies that you have allowed us to survive, overcome, and withstand. We know that if if it was not for you holding our hand, there's no way we could have made it, Lord. There's just no way. And we just thank you for giving giving us such a topic as beauty within the beast. Because, Lord, sometimes life can be so hard, hard on us, but we still have to find the beauty within the beast. And the beauty within every beast is you for me, and I'm sure many others. And for those who don't serve you, God, we know that it is only you that's keeping them where they are. Father, we thank you in advance for what you're about to do through us and with us. And anyone that's on here that's not going to do something that's going to do that's not going to glorify you or do something that is not going to be pleasing unto you, Lord, even myself, I ask you to not allow it to come out of my mouth or their mouth. Keep the conversation harmonious and keep you as the center. Father, we pray and ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Let me give a shout out to some people who's listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hi, Holly, who is serving as a commentator today. I have uh, Dana. Thank you, Dana, for tuning in. Christopher, thank you. Um, Mignon, hi, honey. Hey, honey. Hey, one of my co-hosts of a show every Sunday called Cell Life. Hi, Michael. Thank you, you guys. He's on Sundays. Every Sunday from 4.30 to 6.30. I believe that is the right time. If it's not the right time, Michael, please put the right time in the name of your show because, you guys, he's doing, a, he's doing some big things, and he's seen the beauty within the beast of his life. And when I tell you he's got a story, you guys got to tune in. Hi, Seth. And if anyone wants to call in, you don't necessarily have to talk, but if you would like to, the number is 515 605 9873. Okay, now if you haven't seen the flyer, let me describe the flyer. The flyer is entitled Beauty, the Reality Post Presents Beauty Within the Beast of Life. And in the picture, there is a big bee, and then there's a beast inside the beast. Because the reason why I chose that picture is because, regardless of what life is dealing with, you have to be who you're going to be. Regardless, 
even and, and we know B B E A S T. There's that B again. B E Highway B E. There it is again. There's always beauty within the beast of everything. See, beauty is B E. B E A U T Y. Then beast is B E A S T. Something for you to be within every situation life deals with you. You've just got to find that beauty within that beast so you can be all that you can be. Thank you, Grace. I appreciate that. Now, um, Christopher, are the, are, the, are the callers on the line? I know we have callers. She's already letting me know that she's holding. And there should be one more caller, which is the, the special guest. Can you see this? Carnetta. Holly? Bernetta. Oh, okay, Renetta. Uh, let me see. let me give you let me give you the number of Hi, Renetta. How are you? Can you? Hey, you. Um, I wanted. I'm so glad you called. Oh, you wanted to share something? Hey, everybody. Who's now? Who's that? Who said hey? That was me, Lakeisha, Darlena's daughter. Else, I'll answer, but I'm just glad to be here and thank you for inviting me. 
Well, Lakeisha, I, I, I can't tell you how delighted I am and how I really appreciate your transparency. Um, that that is just it is amazing that you even in your addiction you were able to bring someone along and and to Christ. And the yeah. she said the everything she said to said that I heard was the beauty within this beast is you found a more intimate relationship with Christ. Is that the only that's that was that your that was that your um your hold on to for for to say for lack of better words? That was the only thing that gave you strength to keep going, to get clean, and to find uh, this new you? That is the only thing that kept me holding on, you know. Because um, my family, they tried. I had friends that tried, you know. But it took, the, it took the power of God, you know, and getting on my knees and praying out to him. And he, um he he's the reason for it all, you know. Um, growing up in church, my grandmother being evangelist, my grandfather was a minister, and I grew up in the church, you know. But I just went, I went my own way, you know, instead of going God's way when I was 16 years old, and it kept me out in the wilderness for for many many years. And um, sometimes I've learned that sometimes God puts you in certain situations that only he can bring you out so that he can get the glory because all the glory belongs to him. And that was the case in my situation. It was all God. Wow. Wow. Did you guys hear her say that? She said, sometimes when a beast attacks your life, God will allow you to go through that so he can get you to draw closer to and he will bring you out. That's right. I mean, man, that is that 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 is a testimony within itself. So, how did you, if you can, real quickly, how did you even begin to get started with the addiction, if you don't mind sharing? Well, I grew up in a home. You know, my parent. Um, I grew up in a in a using home, um, and I think. Well, I believe that the main reasons that I even tried drugs was I had abandonment issues um, from my my father not being not being present in my life, um, wanting to fit in. Uh, I felt uh, a great need to be accepted, you know, because I, I I didn't fully know God then, you know, I didn't know that I was already accepted, and. Um, and um, that's yeah, the abandonment issues, growing up in that in that kind of home, um, separation anxiety. Um, those are the main things. Yes, those are the main things. So you were trying to find something to fill the void from abandonment and yes. Do you know there's yes. so many people that that? I mean, so abuse was not your 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 uh, was not your background. Well, but verbal abuse, but not not physical abuse. I did experience physical abuse, you know, during addiction because that just came with the type of lifestyle I was living, dating drug dealers and um, prostitution and and so forth. That came with that type of life, but I didn't grow up in that type of, I didn't grow up physically abused, no ma'am. Wow. So, um, so you guys, 
she's letting you know that there are all types of abuse that can lead you to seek something to um to seek something other than Christ. And 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 did you find that to be helpful or what what like your first time as they say, the first time you tried were you uh addicted at that point or did it take several times? It took, I believe it took several times, um, um, but that the escape that, that drugs gives you from reality, the escapes drugs and alcohol give you from from reality, you know, it, it temporarily hides, it temporarily covers up what, what, what's really going on, and I pretty much fell in love with escaping from reality because I couldn't face my reality. I felt I wasn't strong enough to face it. And so drugs was my go-to for everything. Drugs was my go-to to not feel what I needed to feel. Wow. Wow. And at the end of the day, when you would come, so when you would, I, I don't know, but I just know what people have said. When you would come down from your high or your escape, the reality was still there, and at some point yeah. you realized finally you finally it finally got to to you it seeped, it seeped into your your mind that I'm not really escaping I'm only temporarily i'm away I'm from adding to the problem and 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 killing myself while doing it oh wait a minute, wait a minute, that's key. did y'all hear what she said? Say that again those two yeah. things two things she said say it again. I, I, I was only adding to my problems, and, you know, I was killing myself in the process. Adding to her problems and killing herself in the process, all while believing she was escaping. But the beauty within that beast is she finally realized that she was killing herself and adding a problem to her all the problems that was not It was just being, uh, putting <laughs> the over, over something that wasn't going to produce anything. So I can say to you, thank you so much. I mean, I'm so grateful that God has allowed you to survive this. I mean, how long? You said it was 17 years? 17 years. Uh, yeah, 17 My- years straight. 17 years in this battle. Um, I had to totally surrender to God, you know. I Sometimes... Sometimes I would give him some of me and not all of me, and I had to surrender everything, my mind, my body, my soul, everything, you know, so that he can so that he can make me into the woman that he put me here on earth to be. Wow. So let me ask you this. Did you have, did, did you have children while you were in your addiction? I didn't, thank God. Um, I, had, I now have a two-year-old. Which I was, I, it's such a blessing to have. I'm 35. I, it's such a blessing to have her because for many years I was under the impression that I couldn't, that I couldn't have children, and that just comes to prove, you know, um, having children was one of my deepest desires. That when I used to be fully intoxicated, that was one of the things that hurt me because I, I, I thought I could not have children. But here comes 2018, and she has been she has been the light of my life, the light of my life. Um, wow! So, yes. 
so you get for a moment such as this. So the beauty, the, I mean, you've got so many beauties within your being. I mean, you've got a beautiful yes. daughter now, clean and sober, able to take care of her with your right mind. You were able to yes. realize that you were having problems to something that you weren't ever scheduled. And you realized mm-hmm. you were killing yourself trying to do all of this. I mean, thank you, Lakeisha. I, I pray that someone can see the beauty within your beast and, and grow from it and learn from your story. Now, you say you were 17 years in the addiction. And yes, 17 years in the addiction. And I came into I came into recovery in 2015. Wow. Here in Columbus, Georgia, I had to totally leave, um, leave everything. You know, I, I had I had a slip here and there. I did. But constant recovery. Now I'm working on a year from alcohol. So, um. I tried to go back out, and I thought that I could drink, you know. I thought I could drink. I thought I I, I undermined drinking, you know, as a drug. And <laughs> it's just like I'm the, I'm the type of person where any mood mind-altering substance that enters my body, it just interferes with my relationship with Christ. And so I can't do any of it. Wow, 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 wow. So you guys, you heard her say that no, she did slip, but thank God he didn't let her fall. And then I noticed that you said that it was 2015 when you got clean and 2018 when you finally had your daughter. So the Father, the Son, yes. and the Holy Spirit were preserving you for those three years. They he had yes, yes, yes. You needed to raise your daughter three years ago. Yes. Hey God, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, he well, will. Thank you. Thank you, Lakeisha. I'm so glad that you shared this. And, you know, you guys, she said, like she said, don't try to use anything. Once you've been there like that in an addiction, alcohol, and and any type of mind-altering substances are only a gateway for you to slip back into the dysfunction that you were trying to escape. So you guys, please. Thank you so much, and God bless you. And tell your mother you. I'm looking for her as well. I will. I, I will. Think, I think you guys got a story that both of you guys can share with people to show how Satan will attack a family and 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 keep keep going until ma'am. I didn't hear you. Was your mother ever in a situation similar to yours, or just you just did it? My mother went through active addiction. She went through tw- um, over 20 years of active addiction, and she is clean now, um, living a grateful life. Actually, she's a, fir- she's a first lady. She's married to a minister. My mom's life has completely what? did a 360. She's blessed beyond fa- beyond beyond all. Man's expectations, but God. Wow, I tell you, see, now was she instrumental in your recovery as well? Very instrumental. She actually got clean before I did. She brought me into recovery. Ain't God good? Same way, same Yes, he is. That's how God does it. Well, thank you, and let your mother know I'm looking to hear from her, the reality coach, because I need her story so she can say to someone who has a daughter or a son who's out there with them, they can come in together, but somebody's got to take the lead. 
That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Lakeisha. It's been indeed been a pleasure. Many blessings upon you, and I hope you continue to listen in on the show and other shows. Thank you, darling. Will do. Blessings to you as well. Thank you. Okay, Chris, I see that the guests are on the line. Both of them are on there? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay, now say your say say your name. Who's okay, Holly? I know you're there, Holly. I I know you're on. Now is Joan, Joan. the one who? Joan, you're on. Yes, yes, I am. Hi, Joan. Hi, Hello, how are you? I am so excited because your testimony triggered me to do this show. I I I mean, and and what what really made me want to see do this show and have you as a special guest because you were still smiling. You were still happy. You were still, I mean, you, you, you still, you still were cheerful in spite of everything that you told me you went through. You were still smiling and you were still giving God credit and God glory. That is, I mean, that's amazing to me. Can you tell us briefly about your story, perhaps how you got started with this initially? Well, I just was curious. Uh, I, we had some neighbors in the neighborhood, and uh, me and my best friend, and we just wanted to know what was what was they doing down there in that house. And we went down there, and we got, uh, they was rocking it up. It was crack cocaine. They was rocking it up. And so we tried, we had to let us try it. So we tried it. That's from Hold now. On, wait a minute. Said, we went, okay, wait a second. You said they were rocking it up? Uh-huh, they was cooking it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so, yeah. uh, well, for those that don't know about drugs, drugs, there's a process that it has to go through, and what she's saying is they were making the drugs, which they have to put it into some type of hard form, which they call a rock, which is called crack cocaine. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's a rock that they put it into, and that's what she's saying for those of you who don't know. So go ahead. Correct. And yeah, and so we were just interested, and we wanted to try it, and they let us try it, and so we went on from there. And I was bound from there for thirty over thirty some years. Wow! So your curiosity is basically, as they say, curiosity kills the cat. In your case, curiosity got you hooked on crack. Curiosity so, got me hooked on crack. It didn't kill the cat. I'm sorry. I said, it got me hooked on crack. It didn't kill the cat. So, what was some of the what was what was some of your some of the beasts? And what I say by beast, when I say beast, I mean beast. Some Trump beasts beasts are usually ugly. They're usually not attractive. They're they're, they're just it's scary. It's scary, unattractive. It's frightening. It it puts fear in you. Can you share some of your 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 beastly stories from being in that addiction? Oh, sure. I've been raped. Um, I've looked down gun barrels. And okay, wait I a second. You've been, of... you've been raped, you said? Yes. Okay, and so I had to that, jump out that... of a car. You had to jump out of a car? Yes, in order to keep them. It was about five Mexicans in the back of the, you know, back in the day they had some custom bands. And there were about five Mexicans behind the curtain. 
and I happened to see one arm coming around trying to lock the door while the other one was trying to take my clothes off. And I jumped out, and I happened to see this car wheels happening. And I had a bright light to shine for me. I know it was nothing but God. But then I stopped, mm. no. Um, I, um, it didn't wake me up. I just seen the bright light. I knew it was God. It just didn't run over me. That, that's the blessed thing about it in the light, in that point. Okay, so so one some of the gentlemen had already violated you? Yes. Yes, it and was one was that was sitting to, in the middle. And yeah. they were trying to take you away to, to violate you even more by the other four or the other remaining men. Yes, and so I was left out there to walk back. Okay, so in turn, the only way you escaped that was what? you jumped out of a moving van? That was it, going about 75 miles an hour. 75 miles per hour. You jumped out of a moving van going about 75 miles per hour, and you survived. And you did you? Okay, you said that when you jumped out, you saw the tire going over the top of you, but it didn't touch you. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh, my lord! And you said you saw a light that you knew to be nothing but God. That's all. And, and so, what injuries did you sustain during this jump out of a moving vehicle going 75 miles per hour? Nothing, because uh, it didn't fear me, because at one point, I mean, at that point, when I was out there, I was out there. I didn't have too much fear. Um, the only thing that feared me, because it was dark, and I didn't know if they were going to come back, and no cars or nothing was moving at this time in the morning. So I was kind of fearful, but they didn't ever come back. Um, I just continued to do the same thing. I, I never did stop at that point. So I, even I got after after this experience, you 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 continued going down the path of addiction. Sure did. I I, I got worse. I I you got the I became the oh my. So after after this, you say you became the abuser. Yes. So how so was yes, that? Can I, you uh, a, little bit of, a little bit of that. Well, I always I, I didn't trust. I had trust issues with people, and so um, I never. You couldn't even look at me. And then, if I go up to the dope house, uh, to the smoke, they call it the smoke house. I walk into the smoke house. If I don't have anything and they have something, they don't give me anything, I'm going to take everybody's stuff on the table. Um, that, did they try to stop me? Yes. I I thank God. I'm not bragging, but I thank God that no one could stop me. Uh, I could fight three men at one time and, 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 and if I'm standing on my feet and, and win the fight. So you mean to tell no me? No one can stop you, me. Okay, so you mean to tell me you will go into a what they call back? I, I I don't know. They have so many names for them, but you all call them the smokehouse. You would actually go into uh-huh. a smokehouse without a weapon, mm-hmm. without anything, go in there and take everybody's drugs off the table and come out alive. 
Yes, and and matter of fact, I sat across oh, the street. So see, I was not. They they knew me. They knew me. But then that that even made it worse. Cause if they didn't give me nothing, I'm gonna call the police. I'm not gonna let them get high. And now, wait a minute. So I'm gonna now, now Miss Jones, now wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. You have the nerve. <laughs> you you was a beast within the beast yourself. Oh my goodness. Uh oh, you would have the nerve to go inside the smokehouse and if they didn't have nothing out there and didn't give you something, you would call the police on them and nobody got the smoke. The dope man, too. You calling oh, on the man the On the dope man, too. They all be jumping, running, fencing, jumping, fencing. They be like, well, I told somebody that somebody hey, didn't what? give a fuck. Why, why they didn't give it to them? So you just had no time. You were just, you were fearless. You were a fearless beast yourself. You became the beast. Yes, yes. So when people saw you coming, they started trembling because they knew that they was they started grabbing up their if they had drugs they started grabbing up their drugs yeah and yeah. If the, if, if, exactly and if the supply exactly. was there he automatically would he automatically give you something just to let you go on and not cause a uh 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 not cause a um what's the call it not cause a ruckus inside the smokehouse yeah yeah so uh, I even go to the Yes. Yes. They let me you go. go I even go to the bootleg. I just, they, I did the same thing. I go to the bootleg and do the same thing. They would give me wine, drugs, and they like, you gonna go home? I say yes. I go to the house. I smoke that dope. I drink that drink. I go right back. They say you told me you going home. I say I did go home. I said I'm gonna stay home. Oh, so you now? Now hold on. You had the nerve to be a beast with a little dignity. You wasn't gonna lie to him. You yeah. told him you was going home. Yeah. <laughs> you told me you, was, you didn't what? lie. Like you said, you went home, but you didn't say you were gonna stay home. Oh, you was a beast with a little dignity to a degree. That's you good. you didn't want to lie to nobody, but you would rely on someone to get what you wanted, but you wouldn't lie to them. So, I mean, so so literally, you had uh, the, the the supplier afraid of you. I've never heard I've never heard a supplier being afraid of a user. Oh yeah, I used to drive down my car at one point in time. They run up to your car and they hold out their hand and tell you to pick one and you give them the, your money. I give them a bunch of pennies and beat them grab two or three of their little things and went on by my business. That, that I say I'm gonna break them up. I don't, I don't know if I broke them up, but I, I got my share. So, so you yeah, would give I, them a hundred pennies? Yeah, I give them a whole bunch of pennies, a handful. I don't know how many pennies. I don't count them. My God. So, what are some of the um? If you if you want to share, what are some of the things that this addiction led you to do that you that that you would you would try to warn someone not to do. Well, I would warn someone not to be curious and just try anything. Uh, matter of fact, I wouldn't want anyone. I wouldn't wish, uh, wish it on my worst enemy if I knew who that was. Um, 
just just don't do it. That's all. I, that's the best advice I can give you. Is just don't even do drugs. Period. Um, so before before you started your addiction, were you pretty resilient in your own mind? No one could sway you to do anything. You were pretty adamant about what you wanted and what you didn't want to do. Correct. Oh, uh, yes, correct. Yes. So, even to the strongest of minds, that addict, crack, that substance, that anything mind offering, it has a way of taking down the best of the best, would you not say? And that, that, that's correct. Now, that's a beast within itself, too. That's a whole nother beast by itself. Because if it had wow. not been for God on my side, where would I be? You know? And I sit there, and I think that's what I was thinking in your chair about that baby getting killed back out there on the streets. And it, and it touched me, and I was thanking God because I'm still here today. What, what baby getting killed? Explain that to me. What baby My, are you speaking of? A, a friend of mine's uh, best friend's daughter got shot over there in Oak Cliff about uh, three, two and a half weeks ago and was left out there. And um, the dead buried her Saturday. Yeah, and she so was thirty-eight. She, was, she addicted, was she addicted to, to crack cocaine? She had one back. Oh, so she was. Oh, so that that thing to you. So I, let me let me try to paint this picture and correct me if I'm wrong. So what you're saying is that you realize that God kept you because you could have been the sa- in the same in the very same position as your best friend's daughter because you were out there getting as bad as she was, if not worse. Yes, yes. So did this did this happen here in Dallas two weeks ago? They found a, a, a woman and they, I'm assuming, well, it happened. Did it happen in Dallas? Yes, right there on Cedar Crest and uh, Keys over there in that area. Oh, so they actually found a body of a woman, and the woman happened to be your best friend's daughter. Yeah, she was going. She ran to the barber shop and uh, collapsed right there. Wow! Oh my gosh! I'm sorry to hear that, but oh my goodness! My God! I mean, I I don't even know. My heart goes out to the mother because I know what it is to have your child taken from you. I do definitely know. Well, um, so that that being said, that you're saying that could have been you, and thank God it wasn't because now you're able to tell of your story. So, were you a were you raised in the church? Yes, I was. I was raised at um, I, I was raised in a Baptist church, but when I got older, I went to a holiness church. And then when I was in my addiction, I, I didn't stop praising God and acknowledging God. Because in my addiction, I played the gospel every day in my house, and I had a tambourine. I would play that tambourine all day, every day. The people really didn't like to come get high with me because they know they had to hear the gospel. But, wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. You're taking me fast again. Now, y'all, you know, now, now, now Ms. Jones, Ms. Jones. You the beast. Uh-huh. Now you, the, you 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 say before you would get high, you would play the tambourine and 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 listen to the Lord's music right before you get high, and then other addicts didn't want to be around you because they knew that they were gonna have to listen to some gospel. Is that what you just said? Not not before while I'm getting high. 
Not oh, my, oh my God. Why you didn't have I don't know how to put it, but I was I was I was still seeking God even mm-hmm. in my addiction wow. and I uh, but my I couldn't hear his voice because the beast voice was louder. If that makes sense. Okay, so so let me let me let me let me go. Oh, that was a good one there. So you guys, even in her addiction, even though she was going through what she was going through, <clears throat> she said she was still seeking God. But let me tell you, when Satan has a grip on you, and if you don't really, if you if you're wearing God on you, and you don't have enough of Him in you, Satan's gonna win every time until God says enough is enough. But let me tell you, what she said to me, what I got out of that. Even though, even though she was turned, she turned her back on God. God never let her go. She was still right there. Wait, he was still right there waiting and holding on to her. I, that's the God we serve. I thank God we serve a God like that. And I thank God that you had enough sense, even while you, you. And you see how God didn't judge you like we do. So many people out here, we judge everybody. We always got somebody yeah. to say to say about somebody's life. But y'all don't know what God is doing. Be quiet. Start praying for that person because you don't know. Your prayer might be that one prayer that God finally say, I'm going to answer that prayer for you and help that sister or help that brother, help that child, help that homeless person. However, so please stop judging people and talking about people's business. Get in their business by praying for them to help them get to the business of what they're doing. Pray for them. So go ahead, John. I thought I'd point that out that you even in your addiction, you were still seeking Christ. Yes, I, I had family that loved me, and uh, I was in and out of jail. The jail was revolving doors for me. Um, everybody in my neighborhood thought I was used to mess with the judge. I go to jail and come back home many years. Uh, I don't know about my rap sheet. It's it, probably about as long as Luke 12. Uh, and and I thank God this last time when I got there and I said, Lord, even though every time I went to jail, I always pray, Lord, give me out this, I wouldn't do it no more. But this time I was serious. In 2010, I didn't want no more. I completely changed my life around, gave my life to Christ. I've been clean 10 years. And um, I just thank God for Jesus, you know. Um now I seek him first with all my heart and all my mind and all my soul. You know, it's it's nothing that I would do to go back to no drugs. Nothing nobody could say, nothing that I wanna do to not to turn my back on God. So would you say to someone who is someone who who has an addiction, there's nothing okay, for for instance, a mother that's trying to save her addicted child. Would you say to that mother that there is nothing she can do until that child determines that they're ready to turn their life around? No, I wouldn't say it like that. Um, no, continue to reach out to them. Continue to reach out to your baby. Because I would I would continue to reach out to your baby. I went in and out back and forth to drug rehabs as well. No one ever gave up on me. Uh, the only thing about that, 
we they do we do get tired because we be in our flesh. But you have to be if you Christ minded, you're gonna continue to reach out to that baby and try to nurse that baby into somewhere where they can get some right help that they need. But okay, no, don't so let them go. So. What I guess what I mean is not necessarily let them go, but should should they uh, allow their child to keep coming? Because see, I I know someone who's going through some things right now with their with their child, um, and the child is stealing from from her. Uh, she's afraid. The child comes in very violent. So, are you saying? Hold on to your child, even even allowing them to come in and, and put fear in you and take things from you? Now, now at that point, no, because someone's going to end up getting hurt because uh, that beast that, that, that that's talking to them is talking louder than the mom. And so they already know that they don't put fear in their mom. So with that, at that case, I would go and get me some law some uh assistance with the law some kind of way and uh if they don't want to go get no help they might have done this before and come back doing the same thing i have done the same thing now um you would have to set boundaries at one point you have to cut them off okay and what you mean by cut them off and putting boundaries is not letting go of your child completely still pray for your child but Pray yep, and pray for your as far as what you're saying is, no, you cannot come to my home. You cannot come you cannot in. Come you're not basically stand up to your child and let them know, no, you're not That's doing it. this anymore. And if you have to get the assistance of the law, that is the perfect way to go about that. If you're going to put boundaries and the child is going to disrespect your boundaries, you call the police. Get your peace on. A peace bond. Yeah, you that's, just said, that's what peace bond has to do. Because sometimes it gets to the point to where that 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 as you say the 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 beast is talking louder than the mother. Even though you love you love everyone, you never did. The love for them never went away. It's just that the, the, the addiction that beast calls you stronger, and it it it, it makes you run to it more so than your love. That's true, because uh, this is my second marriage, my first marriage. Uh, but my husband didn't give me what I wanted. See, he didn't know I uh, was getting high. I had a, I could I could cover up. I could put on a facade and cover up and for a little while. I go, he sent me to rehab. I go and I come back, and I stay clean for a couple of months or so. And then he don't know I done got back on this stuff and, I go. I ask him for some money. He don't give me any. Say for instance, I hit him with a a pipe or something. He had to call the police, but he still had to give me that money too. <laughs> now did so the police catch me that night? No. So in other words, you hit the man, made him give you the money, then you took off. You didn't get arrested at that point. No, not right there. Not that much. No, I come back and try to take his. Say what? I'm sorry. I come back and try to take his uh, pain medicine. He take hydros, and I come back to try to take his pain medicine. And I think he hit one button, and they were going right there on me. Wow. So 
you you became an abuser. Uh, you became the beast. You would take everybody's drugs. Even your husband, uh-huh. who was he was suffering from uh, some type of uh, surgery or something that he had 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 uh-huh. to have prescription. And you would take his his. I don't even know what state you. I, I just you was a beast. <laughs> I was. I Thank was. God. You was a disaster waiting to find somewhere to happen. You're right. You're right. And I thank God I found, I found him. Yeah. So, so well, let me say it like this. Thank God you finally came to him because you didn't have to find him. He was always with you because, I mean, you you saying you getting high talking about God. I mean, you you finally surrendered. And 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 I'm I'm so I'm so grateful that you did because it I mean it's amazing I mean it is amazing that you are alive you yeah, jumped out of a vehicle going 25 miles per hour you were raped you um you 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 hit somebody in the head you didn't get did you ever get an attempted murder charge Oh yeah Oh yeah Oh you got them too And oh, wait a minute. I got. I, I have a bunch of. I, I told you my rap sheet belongs to Luke Twelve, so then we can go to the talk show and go on with with my story because I have nothing. Majority of my rap sheet is theft. I, I used to. They call it. They call it theft, but it's right feeling when you run in the store and you grab a whole rack of clothes and take out. See, I never. I always did a lot of things. I always did most of my stuff by myself. I didn't have to have nobody. And um. When the people you come to grab me, I go to... They didn't, they didn't need to be with you because you weren't going to do that right now, because the minute they go to get more... more <laughs> Yes, I did. Uh, so that's why she's telling you all 
you may have to let go of your loved one and let them go on and do what they're going to do. If they're beating on you and they're putting fear in you and they're stealing from you, you may have to let them go on and do what they're going to do, but continue to pray because there is a God, and prayer gives answers. She's a living testimony. This woman has been out there in the street. She's jumped on people. She's stolen. Now, now for those of you who are just tuning in, let me give you a recap. She was raped and jumped out of a a moving van going 75 miles per hour. She said she saw a light as the tire went over her, did not hit her. Then she didn't stop. She got worse. She started going to the, uh, what did you call them? The, uh, the, what, what's the house? Oh, the she started going to the smokehouse, which we call a crack house, the trap houses, all over where it sits where she was going. She was so bold, she would go in there and take everybody's drugs off the table and use them, and then if they didn't give us something, she would call the police on everybody in there, including herself, so the the, 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 mm-hmm. the supplier would give her the drugs just so she would leave. She would say she was going home, and then after she even got home and smoked up and drunk up everything that everybody then gave her, she had the audacity to go back to the crack, to the crack house, the smoke house, the trap house, and then have the nerve to be a beast herself and have some dignity with it. And when the man asked her, the, the asked her, I thought she was going home. She has the nerve to say to him, I did go home, but I'm back. She wasn't no liar. She was going to do what she said she was going to do. See, this was a this was a real beast here. This was a beauty in the beast itself, her. She became the beast. And then she started victimizing people. Then she was get, had her husband. She took her husband's hydrocodone. And when he wouldn't give her no money, she hit him in the head with a pipe and still got the man's money and left him when he got high and still didn't go to jail. Now, you know, you, 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 that's some, and the beauty within this beast, you all, she said when she would get high, she would always pray to God. And I'm not saying God uh, 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 is a rewarder or, 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 Whatever whatever words you want to put there. No, I'm saying God will keep an eye on you in spite of you. In spite of you, God will keep an eye on you. And that's the kind of God we serve. If we got that kind of God that we serve, and being a beast, her beauty was within that beast was that God never left her. He just waited for her to come to him. And then she turns around two weeks ago, her best friend's daughter, who was out there like she was at one point, is found dead. And she sees the beauty in the beast of all that she's been through that could have been her. But God said no. Yes. Because knew a day was going to come where she's going to be able to give a testimony and let people know the best thing she said that you can do is don't try it. Curiosity got a hook on press. Don't try it. Well, um, let me see. Holly, you, 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 you're there. Is there anything that you want to ask, Joan? Well, yes. Hi, Joan. Nice to meet you. Um, I've taken lots of notes here, and I had a question. Um, and it doesn't matter exactly what it was. You pretty much answered it. You, at some point in time, you decided that your way of life just wasn't working out for you, and you made a transition and I don't think you did it halfway. I think you did it all the way because um, you you now claim to have a really good relationship with with God. And um, 
But one thing we all have in common, I think, uh, in whatever type of addiction we may have, whether it be cigarettes, something, you know, it's not as bad of a uh, an addiction, but there's addiction to alcohol and addiction to drugs and um, whatever kind of addiction. We feel invincible when we have our drug of choice, and um, we feel very powerful. I, I heard Joan say she felt like um, they called her gorilla, and that's a powerful, powerful um, uh, synonym. So one thing that I really got from this is that, you know, we do feel invincible and powerful, but that in some point, all of us, we go to the lowest of the low with the same drug of choice. You can go to that, be at the highest of high, invincible, and then be at the same, on the same note, be broken. So when she said her advice to young people today would be to never do drugs. She's so right. We need to teach young people today to never start doing drugs one time because although the the first caller said it took several times to be addicted, um, sometimes it probably doesn't take several times. If, If you get such a high out of doing whatever it is you're doing, whatever your drug of choice is, um, um, we need to teach our kids, don't try it that first time. Don't do it that first time because this type of life can. I was a homeless teenager, so I can relate to some of the things that she said, certainly not all of it. But um, when you are tuning out that voice, I tuned out God's voice. It's not that his voice was louder or somebody else, you know, the beast was louder. I tuned God out when I, I chose, you know, before I turned my life over to Christ, I've always been a believer, always. I've never questioned. I grew up in church, but I tuned God out for a while, I'm certain, and did things my way. So anyway, I'm I'm just so glad to hear your success story, and I think that we need to really focus on teaching children and young adults, all of us, any age, uh, to to look for different things that can make you feel as good as those drugs make people feel. And people can feel that good in their church about Christ and having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, I just, Amen. I'm, really in awe, I'm just really in awe of your story. And um, how long do you have clean now, Joan? Ten years. Oh, wow. Amen. Hey, yeah. let me let me let me interject here. Okay, Holly, you said something that I want Joan to address. Uh, Joan, did you uh, uh-huh. like Holly? Did you ever tune God out? Well, yes, I, I did. Uh, because I was doing me. Anytime you're doing you, you're tuning God out. It's all about you. So it was all about me and what I wanted. It was selfish. It was more of a selfish thing. It was a me thing, my thing. Wow. So, Holly, um, I think you're exactly right. A lot of times we all tune God out at some point in our lives, and that's when the beast is able to overtake us. But the beauty within that beast is God never allows us to forget him. We can ignore him all we want, but when he comes for us, you're going to surrender. If you've got to go to the lowest of the low, you're going to surrender. 
And one thing I do know that will make everybody surrender, there's three things that will make everybody surrender. Hunger, pain, or death. You gonna surrender. Those three things ain't I mean hunger for whatever it is. If it's a drug and you get tired, there's only, you can only be hungry for something for so long until you don't even get full no more. You got to the point, Joan, where you were hungry for the drugs, but it wasn't even working no more. Now was it? Yeah, it wasn't. So that's what I'm saying, hunger, pain, and then then you realize when you were coming down, did you have a lot of pain? Was it a lot of withdrawals? Was it painful to withdraw? No, I didn't have withdrawal, and 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 when I got clean, I never had a craving or thought or anything, and I and I just thank God, I I never had a craving or thought or anything, and I didn't have any withdrawal. I I would just come out. Wow, that I, I mean, you guys, you y'all see how God has blessed this woman. I mean, I I there is hope. For everybody out there, if you just trust and lean on God, just a little harder, there is hope because I'm telling you, this woman has, she's been through some, some, I don't even know what a good, I don't even know a strong enough word to even put there to describe what she's been through. But let me ask, let let me just see real quickly. Hey, Chris, are there any callers on the line? Uh, yes, there is. We have three callers on the line. All right, callers. Okay. Uh you you want me to put patch them in? Go ahead. Go ahead, uh Chris. So let them know, but I want to I want to pause because I believe they got comments for our guests and I know okay. you may need a little bit of water or something, Joan, because I know that there are several people that call and they pretty much some firecrackers. Chris, can you play um a song real quickly and then when we come back, we will hear from our guests. And, and the callers on the line. So, callers, stay with us. We're going to play a quick song so we can get some water, and, and we'll be right back. So stay with us, please, because this is something that we all need. Go ahead, Chris. Thank you. You're listening to Dorothy Patterson, the reality, the reality show. show, right now on TPV Radio.
Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. You're listening to Dorothy Patterson, the reality, the reality show. show, right now on TPV Radio. I was definitely letting know. Okay, you guys, and I just want to say, hey, um, I don't know if this music is too loud, was too loud, or was it my new microphone? Y'all see my new microphone? I got a microphone trying to make sure that you guys can hear me good. So it might have been my microphone. I'm trying it out this week, and if it's if if it's too loud, it may not be him. It's probably this technician on this end. Because he's pretty much got to settle down. So I want to get out. So you guys, thank you for being with me, and thank you for sharing that with me. But anyway, hey, Chris, can you, uh, Joan, are you there? Paul, are you there? Uh, I'm here. Paulie's still here. Okay, awesome. Yes. Okay, so um, anyway, let's bring one of the guests on. I, he'll call out the last four digits, and then you'll know you're on the air. All right. Oh, okay, we're down to two. So the last four digits of the phone number is 6013. 6013, you are on the air with Dorothy the reality coach. God bless you. Hi, my name is Frenetta Perry. I am the caller for 6013. Wait a second. I can, I can barely hear you. Okay. Can you hear me now? Good. Oh, yes, yes, I can hear you very well. Okay, my name is Pernetta Perry, and I'm the caller of 6013. And I was invited by Joni to speak because, Joni, I was sick, UAB disease. And we went to a smoking cessation class together, and I revealed to the class 
about my, because I had a tube in my leg, a wound back in my leg. And I was explaining to the class what had happened and what's wrong with me. And Joni said, let me pray for you. Before we, we leave, let me pray for you. And she prayed for me. And when I went to sleep that night, when I woke up that morning, God said, follow her. You follow her. And I've been following her, you know. So I don't want nobody to think it's not somebody out there that's trying to reach and trying to get us. Not only me, but others out there. Because Joni got the word and the smile and the personality would take her all over the world. And I love her for that. You know, she's like a sister. She's a mentor. If I don't understand something, she breaks it down like the rubber beats the road. And we, she took me to her church, and I love church with her, our church. And pastor is a teacher, and we go Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And if I don't understand something, I can always call on Joni, and she would explain it to me. But that's what I wanted to let y'all know. I have a testimony, but we don't have time, I don't think, you know, of my life. Well, you can give us a brief. Okay, so I can barely hear you, but let me okay. just say this. Let me see if I can, if, if I'm correct with what I did here. You're saying that Joan was like a mentor for you while you were out there in your addiction. You guys were addicted together. No, ma'am. We 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 was we was going to a class called Smoking Sensation Class. But when I was you on my addiction, I didn't know Joan. Yeah, a, a smoking class. A smoking class. You were going to a smoking a smoking class together. A, a smoking cessation class, yes, to stop smoking. Oh, okay. So you were going to a, a rehab together. It was a class. It was a class. Okay, so you were going to a class to kind of encourage you all to quit smoking. Yes, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Jones, and can Jones, you, can you, Jones, Jones, she, okay, I just, ma'am, I can't, okay, yes, ma'am, I can't, what she's saying, uh, we went to, a, we went to a smoking sensation class to quit smoking, and when I met her, she was in there explaining to the class about how she had a surgery and a rod in her leg, and how she be hurting, and I asked her before we leave, is there any kind of way that I can pray for her? So I went to pray. I prayed. I, she let me pray for her. And that night she went home and went to sleep. And God told her to follow me. And she's been following me ever since. And I've been a mentor to her. And I only not reach out to her. I still reach out to other people. And my smile and my beauty will take me all over. All over the world. And I believe that, I believe that because I'm telling you, your smile reaches your, I mean, your smile just reaches, it just reaches out and grabs the heart, it grabs my heart, your smile is just, it's just infectious, and it made me smile, even if I didn't want to smile, it made me smile, and your laughter, and I believe that for you, I believe that you're going to help a lot of people. Yes. Well, thank yes. you, Carla. We yes. do thank you for calling. And at some point, when you're ready to share it, you can get my information from Joan, and I'll be more than happy to allow you to come on and share your testimony. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I sure will. And I thank y'all so much for that. But I'm you, not darling. getting out of the I'm going to finish listening to this. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you, thank you. Okay, next caller. All right. Uh, next caller is seven one six five seven one six five. You are on the air with Dorothy Patterson, a reality coach. Well, hi, hello. My name is Miss. Hi, my name is Miss. Your name is who? Michelle. And oh, I grew Michelle. up with John. We we've been knowing each other since I was four, and she was six. And we played church in the background, in the backyard together, and we've been on each other all of our lives. So all the stories that I heard, I've heard them before, but a couple of them I didn't know about. But um, she's come a long way. I'm very proud of her, and I've I, I seen it. And when you see somebody go through what she's been through and you see them come out, on top, and you see that when I say on top, I ain't talking about money and fame and nothing like that. I'm talking about living for the Lord. And you see somebody that you know go through everything she went through, and now you see where she is, you know it wasn't number God. And you just, I just thank God for her. I thank God for her testimony. And I know it has helped some people. So you, so you knew. Okay, so you're not, you're not a former user. No. So no. you actually got to sit and watch her go through, watch God carry her and keep her through all of this, and now you're watching God get the glory from her story. That is right. And the young lady she spoke of is was my niece, and she was there for my niece. She was my niece mentor. She was my niece sponsor. She helped her out several times. She could call, and, you know, when you grow up and you've been best friends in the neighborhood and you get grown and people start having kids, they become your auntie. She can call on her angel, and she can call her and ask her for advice. And I've seen her just work it and show people. You can look at her and tell. You can be in the grocery store right now, and you've never seen her before. You can look at her and tell. Look at her and tell what? That she's living her life for the Christ. You can look at her I'm and tell. Gonna, you know, some, pe- some people, I'm sorry. No, I, I thought that's what you were saying, but I just wanted to make sure that the viewers and listeners know that you're <laughs> treat by the fruit that it's bearing, and she don't have to say anything. Okay, and you were saying Absolutely, some people, but I didn't. I don't know, but uh, I didn't have a question for her. Okay, go ahead. I didn't have a question for her. I just wanted to make those statements. Okay, but I believe you were getting ready to say some people you can't tell who they serve until they say it. But on Joan, you can tell who she serves without her saying anything. Is that what you were going to say? No, that's not what I was going to say, but I did say that about her. You can look at her and tell. I was saying some people something, but I don't know what I was I was going to say. But Okay. Well, that's all right. Well, it sounded, well, look, it sounded good because there are some people that they have to tell you who they serve because you really can't tell by the way that they live. Right. And it's refreshing to know that there are people out here you can tell who they serve without them saying a word. That's true. Well, we sure do thank you for calling, 
and thank you for being her friend, and thank you for sharing and letting us know that you saw her go through her transition, and you saw how beautifully God has killed that beast that was she was running after, that beast of crack addiction and all that craziness that was going on with her. You see how God killed that beast and turned her into a beautiful person in spite of the beast that was within her. She's a girl. That is right. Mm-hmm. Hey, to God be the glory. All right. Well, thank you, honey. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. I'm on call. Okay. All right, Coach. Back to you. Okay. Thank you. So, Joan, she's someone that you know, you've known for quite a while. Yes, ma'am. All my all my lives. So, y'all used to play church together, huh? Yes, ma'am, in the backyard. I was Reverend Hershey. Who was the preacher? Go ahead and tell us who was the preacher. Uh, who would do who could do the preacher the best? I was the preacher. I was Reverend Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, we used to do that to the kids. Hey Holly, did y'all ever play church in the backyard or play church anywhere? Holly, did we lose you? I was muted. Well, I'm here now. Here we are. Oh, you did know, you, did um, we didn't play church, but we would kind of have church, if you want to call playing. What we would do is get together with musical instruments and do what's called a singing. So when when we played church, we weren't actually doing it like you played house or y'all played church and pretended to be somebody else. We would get our musical instruments and sing gospel songs. That's how we played church. So I'm learning something. That would have been fun to have played church and pretended to be somebody else. Now, now, now y'all, that, now Holly, you know, uh, we that's the way the black folks did. We, we, honey, we would get in there and we would have one person. You had somebody knew how to be the preacher. You had somebody be the one to pray too long. You had someone that couldn't sing good, and you had someone that was always rocking in the choir backwards. You always had some people in the I love that. And I we love could, that, you know. Joan, am I, am I telling the truth? Isn't that how we used to do it? We used to do it. You know, I wish we could have come together as friends back then, um, Dorothy, because you and I have come together as friends in our adult life. But can you imagine if I just taught you some of the ways we played church and you taught us some of the ways you played church, how intermingling all of our um, our joys would have changed or influenced other people. That is that is so true. Well, you know, we can look well, this is reverse now. We ain't too old to show people how to do it now. I can I can show you how we used to do it if you wanna learn. Now I, now me and Joe can get together. She could be she could be she could be pastor her, she could be the one in the choir that can't sing. And then we got that one person that can really sing, we'll have her there to try to help me out, blend me in a little bit. And then I'll get my mother who was always off tune. She was always the one in church that didn't clap right. Oh no! So we, can, we can do that. That's no problem. And it would be a, it would be so much fun. And I, I think that would be something good for us to do. Get the pastors out to come together and do what they know to do in church, and then we all get on one accord. That would that be so much fun. Cool. It does sound like a lot of fun. Can I say one more thing? Oh, this go has, ahead. 
this right here, what we've been, all of us have been talking about, reminds me, and so many things remind me of this Bible verse. But um, in every Bible might say it different, every translation. Uh, the way I like to say it is don't worry about anything, instead pray about everything. But the New International Version says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice in the Lord always. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. And I wrote a song called Don't Worry About Anything. Instead, pray about everything. I'm the singer that would sing too long, okay, because I like to sing in church. But um, <laughs> this is uh, that's what, So this is how we would do you. If you're the one that's singing too long in church, we'd, be, we'd, we'd just say amen, 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 amen. We'd amen you to death. So you Let stop me tell you what, you, you might just sing along with me because I sing that good, Dorothy. Oh, well, but, well, I don't know how I do this. I'll be ready to go home. Now, I, well, I can sing along as long as I can go along with it. But after a while, I'll be like, hey, man, all right now. Jesus has, look, I'm the reality of Jesus has left the building, y'all. And Holly <laughs> is sitting there singing by herself. <laughs> but anyway, well, uh, so what I, I wanted to say. Me, let me see. Oh, yeah. somebody's saying, okay, somebody said that they play church too. Oh, okay. Uh, Lisa Moore Brown, I'm reading some of the comments. I think this is so fun. Okay. Lisa Moore said, we play church and mock some of the members with the holy, with the, with, uh oh, she said, with fake Holy Ghost and, and losing wings. I would be too busy laughing. However, the one who actually used to play the, the spirit really, really uh, came and all she could do was say, God. God is real. God is so real. My response, amen. So they got, so she got caught making fun of the woman who had the spirit the most. Oh, Lisa Moore Brown, you ought to be shaming yourself. You don't get caught. But let me see if, um, you know, uh, Chris is a pastor, and since Holly loves to hear Chris Jones, I'm going to see if Chris has anything to say to you or to the listeners that will be uh, that that he can help about with the the beauty, help us understand more about the beauty within the beast. Chris, do you have anything to share? Has God given you anything? And I know He has because He always gives you something. Chris, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, I wanted to commend Miss Joan first and foremost because even through the beast that she was living out, she still was giving God praise. And I can attest to that statement because of the fact that before I became what I am now, um, I used to get high and get lit and all that stuff, and I ended up preaching more and singing more when I was doing that. So at the end of the day, we ended up having church right on the stoop where I was getting lit. 
So it, I didn't, it didn't make any sense to me at the time, you know, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? Like, why? And then, and then I would get mad once it comes down and all that stuff. I would get mad because God would take it, take the high from me because of the fact that I wasn't even supposed to have it in my system, but yet the Spirit of God came out of my mouth. So basically at that time when she was doing it, God was still delivering her in her mess. And see, this is, this is how God is. He, he, he can take, you could be in the middle of your mess, but God still hears you. And she was still giving God praise in spite of the beast that she was walking it out in. And, with, and, and what's so funny about God is that he takes our stories. He takes real people that can be real with their stuff because and this is what I admire about Miss Joan, too, because she's, she's being real with her stuff. Look, I, I went to church. I did all that stuff. But then I went out in the street. I wilded out. I got into some stuff. I had no business. I was beasting on people and everything else. But I still was giving God praise in spite of. And that's why God was sparing her through all the incidents that she was in because she still knew who to call on. It, it makes sense if you really understand what I'm saying. Because if, if she can call on God in the midst of her mess, why can't we that are, aren't in our mess can call on God? I'll wait. But see, this is the thing. We, we, we are at a place right now where we can call on God in the midst of the mess. This whole pandemic, everything going crazy, everybody going ham and cheese. We could take Miss Jones, we could take Miss Jones' testimony and use it for what we're going through right now. We should be able to walk in different stores, different places, and things like that, and God, and people can see the the joy of the Lord without us even saying anything. And that says a lot because Jesus walked amongst crowds, and no one even knew that he was the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And then when he walked in the crowd, then they knew it was him. He didn't have to speak. That's that's when you know the presence of God is truly on your life. So what I'm saying is that when it comes to having a relationship with God, when it comes to having a relationship with God and understanding who he is in your life, you have to sit back and realize that God can take you through anything. And we can get through this pandemic. We can get through addiction. We can get through alcoholism. We can get through all of that if we just put our trust in who. God, not the rehab center, not the police, not your mama, not your cousin Pookie, not your, not Holly, not the reality coach, but God. When we do that, then things will start to break from your life. And when things start to break from your life, you'll be able to be a walking, talking, breathing, for real, legit, 100% boss in the spirit because you've walked that thing out. You know what it's like to be bounded by the beast, and you know how to conquer the beast by just having faith. And your faith doesn't have to be as big as a mustard seed. That's the, small, that's the smallest of faith you can have. But as you continue to develop your relationship with God, God will expand that faith. He will move mountains in your life, and you will be a walking and talking testimony from time to come. So, Miss Joan, you stay encouraged. Don't let the devil be on your back. You continue to sing songs. You continue to preach to your 
people that you know. You continue to be the walking testimony of what Jesus Christ can do for your life. And let me be quiet because, again, you're going to get me started, and I'm going to take over the show. So go ahead, Darcy. Back to you. Thank you. Now, you see how he – now, now, he said a lot. He said more than enough. And, 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 and the beautiful thing about life and the beauty within the beast of everyone that's serving Christ, I'm so <clears> glad <throat> we don't look like what we have been through. That is the beauty within All the right. beast. We don't look like what we have been through. We're still able to smile. We're still able to say, I love you. We're still able to say, I'm sorry. We're still able to humble ourselves. We're still able to do everything. We're able to do exceedingly abundantly all that we can even think of because of God. Because when you finally come into the realization that God is all you got, you get some good. You get, you get good. You get good. When you realize God is all you got, you get good. You get good. You don't become good. You get good because guess what? You have been transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is renewed. Like now, Joan, you don't have the mindset of wanting to go and do crap. Your mind has been renewed because you got you you you, you get good. You don't want to do that. You can't do that no more. You want to do everything the best way you can because you are serving the truth and living God and you're 100% real. You guys, I can't tell you. I don't know if we have any, If we have no more callers, I'm going to cut the show short because I want to leave you guys with a beautiful song. And I just want to say thank you, Joan, for coming on. Holly, as always, you always come with the right scripture at the right time. And can you tell us the scripture that you read so the viewers and the listeners can go and read it for themselves in their version of the Bible? Sure. Thank you for inviting me. Philippians chapter 4, Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And I just want to add to that, that, you know, if, if you can be thankful for your bad times, you can really fully appreciate the good times the way we are now that we're living in Christ. It is so rewarding. You can really just fully appreciate the blessing if you can be thankful for everything. So thank you for having me on, Dorothy. As always, I love having you on because you can always put the scripture. I don't even have to go get the scripture. You got it already. And you know, Philippians mm-hmm. is my That's a book. Boys, think on these things. Okay, so Chris, I want to say, can you play the closing song? But you guys, I want you to know, next week, I don't have the topic for next week, but I promise you it'll be a doozy. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the Reality Coach. Uh, I'm going to close out with uh, with the song, and as usual, I'm walking in authority, living life like I'm supposed to be, all because God has given me the right to do so. So you guys, you, you tune in next week, same time, 6 o'clock, and if you have a show topic, drop it in the, in the inbox and let me know, and I'll be happy to, happy to have you on as a guest. And again, Joan, Thank you, thank you so much for your transparency, and thank you for sharing your testimony and being a light by liberating someone's mind in order to transform their life. That's what the reality coach is all about, and that's what we all about out here being real. Again, I'm Georgia Patterson, the reality coach. You can find me on Facebook always, and like I said, if you want to leave a special comment, 
please do so. And thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all. And listen to the song. Even though I'm off, listen to the song. Please listen to the song because God gave it to me just for you all. So don't hang up until after that song goes off. Go ahead, Chris. Thank you. Thank, Bye. Thank you, preacher. Thank you. Thank you, preacher.
For inspiration. TPV Radio, Central Texas. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.